Welcome to the Mujeron Podcast, a place for the modern Latina who is ready to get out of her own way and build the life she wants. I'm Sonia Alejandra, your host and the founder of Mujeron Movement, y juntas we'll explore the topics of self-development, entrepreneurship, community, and everything in between that empowers us on our journey to becoming the Mujeron of our dreams. Vamos a lograrlo juntas. Hola, amigas. Welcome back to the Mujeron Podcast. Today's episode is a replay of our panel discussion at our New York City event that happened on June 17th. It was such a powerful panel discussion. Uh, I want to say maybe one of the most raw and vulnerable panel discussions that we've had. And um, just in general, the energy was so, so open. I even shared some of the things that I was going through and very much open with the mujerones in the room. And I feel I felt like it was just something that needed to be shared specifically because of the topics that we were discussing on this panel discussion. It was all about confidence. And sometimes I feel like we don't talk enough about vulnerability being a huge part of allowing ourselves to step into our confidence. A lot of times we kind of associate confidence with um, not wanting to share that vulnerability or maybe not sharing too much of the behind the scenes of what really goes down when we're following our dreams, when we're stepping out of our comfort zone, right? When we're really going after those big goals. And I really wanted to be open with our audience that day because it was such a huge part of the confidence that I have been able to build in order to put these type of events together. I want to thank everybody that attended, all of the women that were there and our amazing panelists because they truly were just such a key part of making this event so, so special. So on this podcast episode, you'll get a replay and you might hear some interaction with some of the women that were in the room. I hope this episode helps you just feel more empowered and feel that you are not alone. We are all going through our own struggles, building confidence, stepping into that highest self and going after our goals. I hope you enjoy this podcast episode, this panel discussion, and I can't wait to meet you at the next Mujeron Movement event. Make sure you sign up for our newsletter to find out what our next pop-up event is. Um, and where it will be. And also, if you haven't already, get your ticket for Mujer on Movement 2023. This is our signature main event that happens every year in Scottsdale, Arizona. It's happening on October 28th, and we are announcing speakers very soon. All right, amiga, I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you're not applying it to yourself and you're not respecting yourself enough to, you know, follow in that. Um, And after Gato was born, I, I said, I have to change. I have to figure out how to heal my unhealthy relationship with food. I have to figure out how to do it in a way that works for me. I knew that my dad and what he did was like too strict um, and I didn't want that, but I wanted to find something that I can then implement at home to, to my daughter. So I went to nutrition school 
I became a certified holistic health coach. And because I was born into a vegan lifestyle, I wanted to adapt that. But I wanted to understand, like, what is, what is nutrition? What is food? How does food affect your body? Because for me, and I know that I can speak for a lot of women in this room, it's like we become so fearful of food because it has such a direct effect on how we look and feel that we lose that connection that food is medicine. Food is information for yourselves. Food has the power to heal. But because we're so wrapped up in el dime que te diré, I assume everybody here can speak or understand it. That means that you, know, that you are so caught up in the how are you going to look and in the eyes of so many people that you kind of like lose that. And food becomes something that we become very fearful of. And food just has all this power to control us. And, you know, that's a very unhealthy relationship. So I wanted to, through my work, the work that I did on myself, I just started, you know, a little blog, blog um, when I was on maternity leave with, with Garo. And the community started to be like, Oh my god and like i i resonate and I, yes me too there were so many me too's and me too's and then slowly i would share recipes but in sharing recipes i would also share the why of the ingredients so that people can start not only understanding this is a healthier approach to your favorite meals but here's why right and you know debunking myths and you know, just sharing that, and it became a very relatable thing. I healed, I'm still a work in progress, like everybody, but I can say that I've come really far with accepting myself and understanding that food is works to, what works with me, not against me, and understanding to use food as a tool to give me more energy, more mental clarity, helping me be the best version of the person that I am, rather than being fearful of it. So I just took my nutrition journey and continued. I worked with one-on-one clients, but now it's turned into, and it's interesting the turn that it's taken. I work with a lot of really sick people. I work with women who are at risk of type two diabetes, that have type two diabetes, that have cancer, that are going through, through chemo. And the thing that, even though their situations are very different, the thing that we all have in common is this disconnect between loving ourselves enough to understand that food can heal and accept that, right? So understanding that, you know, food is your friend, not your enemy. That's what all of the women that I work with have in common. And we do it in a fun way that seems approachable. I work with a lot of women in the Latin community, so I give them that you know, they feel that they can connect and relate to me. Um, but in my journey, which is interesting to what you were saying before, I do a lot of television. I work with Telemundo a lot. Yes. And my madrina de Telemundo, which is the woman that kind of has brought me in, is always like, Abrete la camisa. Like, you know, like show some little boob. And like, amarrate la cintura. Like, you know, like, so you could look more. And I'm like, no. No, you know, like I don't have a six pack and that's okay. I love and I accept my body and I appreciate my body. And I have reestablished that connection with her. And I say her, but it's my body. And that's what I want my community to feel and to, and to you know, and to really live by. And it's like reconnect yourself 
to your body, listen to her. When she's hungry, that means that she needs nutrients. Mm -hmm. How can you feed her? And watch your body blossom and watch it heal itself. The body's a perfect machine. Mm -hmm. And when given the right tools, it will reward you with better health, better, more energy, you know, and, 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 and that's what I do. I recently published my first, my first vegan cookbook. And it's, thank you, thank you. And, and it's a celebration of cultures. But in the same way, it's an educational book because it talks about the why of the ingredients that you're choosing for the recipe, right? It's like debunking myths, right? Like, no, you don't need to eat meat in order to gain protein. Like, and I'm, and I'm going to explain to you why. Mm. And it's a how-to guide that is very approachable, that is very easy to follow. And my hope with this and my hope with the work that I continue to do is that we offer a safe space where people are like, Carla, I want to lose weight. There's nothing wrong with that. But you have to love yourself enough I to continue that. to work on that. Because you cannot change a body you hate. Yes. You have to love yourself to the finish line. Right? And if we do it from a place of love and acceptance, the journey becomes that much more attainable. Rather than being like, I hate myself. Mira esto chicho, estoy gorda, like I'm fat, like look at these, you know? And one of the exercises that I do with my community is look at yourself in the mirror when you get out of the shower. Look at her and say, I love you, I accept you. Because that's when the real change happens, when you accept in yourself, when you have that confidence. And that doesn't mean that you don't want to lose weight or that you shouldn't lose weight. It just means that you accept yourself and that you really trust and believe in in it the same way that you would speak to your kids or to your you know the people that you love speak with that same love and compassion to yourself too and watch the magic happen i love that <laughs> we're definitely coming back to this, <laughs> this body positivity so excited <clears throat> Um, and I currently live in Phoenix. Um, I've been there for about 20 years and my entrepreneurial journey uh, started more so during the pandemic out of like necessity. I'm a career paralegal, so that's all I wanted to do when I was younger. I wanted to be a lawyer, live in the city, not have any kids, you know, just be very, you know, the Puerto Rican, not Carrie Bradshaw. And, uh, and uh, you know, then I got married at 20 and had a kid at 20, so that didn't go quite that way. Um, but um, because I had a young family, I chose uh, the paralegal route, and I, I worked in it, I loved it, and I was... Uh, with my uh, last attorney 11 years and I finally worked up the courage to tell him that I wanted a raise and I went into his office sat down and he's like oh by the way I want to tell you that I'm probably downsizing in the next year <laughs> so I'm like okay well I can do the math I was with him 11 years but the other paralegal had been with him 25 so if we're downsizing I I'm leaving I'm like, God, I've never even considered that. What am I going to do? So I had started doing my um, 
document preparing. And for you, for anyone who doesn't know what that is, it's an alternative to an attorney. So sometimes you don't need an attorney, you just need help navigating the system and that's uh, currently a service I provide. And I did it on the side because I was getting a lot of people, you know, side hustle. We were going through side hustle, you know, era. Yeah. And um, I was doing it on the side, but I had really never considered, I thought about it, but I never really considered doing it, right? Because I thought I had the safety net of a job. And then I, my bubble got burst in a second. Um, after it took me, I don't know how many years, just to ask for a race. Um, and I was like, okay, can I do this? Um, I decided to look for another job because that was like first step. I'm like, I've been here 11 years, I make my own schedule. I don't even know if I can work for another person. So I got another job, I'm like, do I interview, what, what happens? I got another job and I, my goal was to stay there 12 months. I made it about four. And I outgrew that position so fast. And I felt so like, you know, Jose is official, right? Like feeling like, yeah. like mm-hmm. stifled. Mm-hmm. And I sat down um, with someone else and that's what the importance of community is. And she had started, we had, they had passed a new law um, in Phoenix where paralegals who are working independently could fee share, meaning we can get a fee for any uh, business that we brought in and any work that we did. And she was like, you can do this. And I was like, I don't know. And she's like, you can do this. And I was like, you know what, I'm gonna do it. She said, when? That's her accountability. She said, when? I said, well, I'm gonna do it. And she's like, no. You have a deadline by November. You either you know, do it or not, sink or swim. So I'm like, okay. So I, you know, one thing about me is that I commit to something and whether it's painful, I will see it through. Just, just toxic trait, which actually works. Um, and, uh, um, so I committed to it and I said, you know what? I, I get a lot of clients, some things that I can't do. How about I just pitch to these attorneys on it to see if they will take, if they will come on as a client. Just so I can see how it goes, I'm not expecting anything. They're probably gonna say no, we're good. So I went in there with the idea that um, this was not uh, for a yes, this was for can I do this? And I did that. And I told them, I'm giving you two months' notice. I'm not leaving because I hate it here. I'm leaving it because it's just, I can't do this and I'm gonna work for myself. But I'm proposing this type of work between us. I, I like working with you guys. And they came back and they said yes. So they were my first clients. I was like, what? And obviously I sat down with my husband and I've never went back. Um, I have my own office, um, you know, and it's continued to grow. And then in the midst of that, um, I started doing Latina networking. And that opened the doors up to so much more for me because I was doing a lot of networking in my field. And it's like, we all do the same. So it started to be a more more productive me going out to Latina events because I was connecting with more Latinas and they were like, I didn't even know there was a such thing. And you know, and oh, I just speak Spanish because my mom needs help, but she didn't find nobody. So it always worked out. But what I started to realize is that when we were meeting up or we were starting, it was a Latina Heritage Month, and we were looking for a coffee shop that was Latina owned, and it was very difficult. It was very difficult to find a place where we wanted to go and somewhere we wanted to support. And that's where Conexiones Latina was born because I'm like, I, I don't want that to be like that. So the Conexiones platform, um, and it's going to be an app 
um, that I have now is supposed to bring us all together. I want it to be as easy as you pulling out your phone. You're saying I'm in New York this week and I want to go to a Latino coffee shop or I want to connect with a coach or connect with anyone and just put in your zip code and find what's in your area. So that's what I'm working on. I fell in love with entrepreneurship and um, I've just fell in love with, um, you know, Sonia has been so inspiring in, in the sense of just not only continuing on your journey, but just helping other Latinas on their journey. I mean, there's nothing more rewarding than to see your, your mommies win. So that's just, so Conocer this is my baby, um, and uh, my other business just funds it for them. Um, but I'm super, super, super excited. I'm currently on the Mujeron tour. Um, I, went to, I, I went to, I obviously had my first Mujeron big event last, well, my first event was a big event. And then um, I went to Texas with Sonia. She can't get rid of me. I'm here. Oh my God. <laughs> and I will be in Chicago. So, yes. very grateful. <laughs> Thank you, Melissa. I love right, you. Um, <laughs> my name is Anina Alvarez. I'm from Staten Island. I, I currently live in the Bronx. Um, I don't even know where to start with my story because I feel like I'm just starting like a new chapter in my life. But I'll start with when I was 16 years old, I knew that I wanted to be a school counselor and I made it my mission to become that career and um, it, it was the center of my whole life um, and that was my, my only vision that I ever wanted for myself because my old counselor inspired me and so I was the first one in my family to get a bachelor's and a master's degree and I um, managed to get a job when I was 26 years old graduating from grad school. Um, but unfortunately, I ended up in a toxic work environment um, where my mental health was really affected. I was there for two years. Um, and I was really disappointed and frustrated just to see how the school system is. And, you know, there's so many cracks in the systems and, you know, school counselors are not represented right. Um, our roles are very misunderstood. Um, so I quit my job um, in 2020 right before the pandemic hit and before I knew that schools were going to be shut down. So I had no idea that that was going to happen. Um, the same year, I gave up alcohol. Um, I struggled with alcohol addiction for about 10 years of drinking. And that same year, I decided to blog and share my journey publicly for one year with everyone. I documented the whole 12 months. Um, and I, I fell in love with writing. So I, I never knew that me giving up you know, drinking and leaving my job was going to allow me to discover my creativity and kind of make me dream bigger and like think about what's possible for my life outside of school counseling. Um, and um, then in 2021, I started questioning my purpose. I was thinking to myself, like, school counseling can't just be it. Like, I realized that focusing only on school counseling limited what I could do for myself. Um, and then I joined Mujero University in 2021, and um, all the resources and everything that Sonia presented me really made me dream so much bigger, you know, and, and made me think about what's possible for my life. Um, and I continued blogging. I, I started to pursue dancing, and I'm still, I'm still sober. Um, the intention to, to give up alcohol was only for one year, um, but when I made it to a year of sobriety, I fell in love with sobriety, and I, I'm still, I'm gonna be three years sober um, this year. I struggle so much um, for it and with it, and you know I always share it publicly. 
Um, and now I'm in the process of pursuing my life coaching certification and I'm hoping that, yeah, that I um, can join this entrepreneurial uh, journey um, and hopefully start to help women with self-love and like pursuing their dreams. Like I'm really passionate about personal growth and I love sharing everything that I know with other women. And so it, it's just such an honor to be here with Sonia, like even her, like asking me to be one of the speakers, I was not expecting that. So it just, it really is, this is like a kind of a dream right now, you know? So, yeah. Yeah, so I'm, I'm in the beginning <laughs> phases of figuring this path out. And um, the best thing that ever happened to me was that I left my job and now I'm sober because it led me to discover so many beautiful gifts God has for me. And I'm just so grateful. Yeah. I love like the, there's so many different parts of each of your stories that is so, so inspiring. And today's panel discussion is very much focused on confidence, right? And like, I think that's one of the things that a lot of us struggle with. And it's something that we don't just learn and we're all of a sudden, we're just confident. So I wanted to really focus on that topic because it's something that we work on every day, right? And just like, new levels come with, you know, new confidence that we have to find within us. Uh, so today what I wanted to really focus on with our discussion here is in each of your journeys, what was something, a moment or a tool or maybe action that you took that really allowed you to step into that confidence? And again, like, I feel like there's so many different parts, but maybe when you were first starting, right? Or when you were leaving alcohol or your job, um, when you're now starting a new business and maybe in the self-love and all of that, where you guys can share something that really impacted you and has allowed you to continue to show up. I think for me, it's my community. There are mm. so many people that rely on me for their health, for their questions and every single day I spend a few hours out of my day just reading more educating myself more joining summits just being more prepared and educating myself as best as I can because I know that so many people rely on me for things that are really important right like their health and their family's health their children's health so that really empowers me and really gives me that confidence boost that I'm like, yes, I can help you answer this question. And I know that what I'm telling you is correct, right? So that for me, I think my community inspires me more than I feel like they know. And I tell them that all the time, you know, you guys inspire me so much. And, and that's what gives me the confidence to keep going and just to... You know, and I think for, for us women, right? Like knowledge is power. Like feeling that sense of empowerment because you feel like you're prepared and you feel like you are a, are a figure of authority, whatever it is that you're doing. You're with your legal stuff. You're with your dancing, your sobriety. Like we are in that, and that power is confidence and it, it oozes out of us. And when we use it in the right way, when it comes from a place of love, when it comes from a place of service, it's mm. so empowering and beneficial and amazing. So I would say that that 
I see a lot of like similarities, the community, right? The investing in ourselves and that for me has been huge as well. I feel like community and I might be biased. I mean, this is, I love this because even just having and seeing people show up, it really allows me to like, okay, I'm not just, you know, putting these in for me and my mom's here. <laughs> um, but investing in myself as well has been huge so i i want to get into the self-love a little bit more because i feel like it has been a part of our journeys um and not just in like the way you know our self-image per se but also like loving yourself so much that you're gonna follow through with what you said you would do and one of you said something i think more than once here maybe all of you three something around how self-love is also being there for yourself right showing up for yourself and not just accepting where you're at it's also acknowledging that hey i love myself so much that i'm gonna show up and i'm gonna do the hard work and have the hard conversations in order for me to get to where i want to be what can you give us advice around that and what has been something that has helped you really show up for yourself even when shit was really hard <laughs> i think that growing up in a community or in a culture that of doers right and i know that i not only speak for my mom and my grandmother they were always doing everything for everybody else and they were the last person to do for themselves mm -hmm. right and really mm -hmm. breaking that generational pattern and saying wait who's going to take care of me who's going to make sure i eat who's going to make sure that i take care of myself and really just you know giving ourselves that love and attention and nourishment that we give others and like really following through mm. right is like such an important act of self-love and that for me is something that i in this whole holistic journey that i'm on and in helping so many of my clients and community members is you know take a minute like you can't pour from an empty cup mm. you have to nourish yourself the same way you're nourishing those that you love and respect yourself enough to take that break to say no today is about me today i'm giving myself that and i think that that is such an important part of the journey too is stop taking a pause and nourishing yourself the way that you would those around you i think that's such a powerful thing and it's it's like such a great way to not only do it for ourselves but also like set set that tone for like the next generation right like i i, I don't want i want to set a better example for my daughter too i want her to see yes mommy hustles and yes mommy's doing all of these things but she'll take a rest when she's got it when she feels like she needs to take a rest and it's okay not to be perfect all the time and it's okay not to have that perfect body all the time and like acceptance and loving yourself enough to want to do good for yourself too yes. you know i want to add something really quick yeah. about 
the one of the things that I feel really I found through the journey of self-love is having to love yourself in the ugly parts mm -hmm. is that's like self-love right because it's easy to love ourselves when we're like showing up and when we're doing the thing but when it gets hard and maybe things aren't going the way that you want to how do you still say like i got you you know like you're doing good and, and realizing that loving that version of yourself is so important so that she can get you to the next version that you so badly want, right? So I, I love that you say that. It's like, how do you also show up for, you know, maybe the Sonia that's been in a bad mood and like maybe not showing up because loving her is really gonna allow her to step into the next. Yes. Just wanted to add that. Yeah, that's <laughs> great. Yeah. Again, I guess for me, it's always been the committing to yourself because I don't think we mm. give ourselves that permission. Mm -hmm. Um, because we're always thinking about if I commit to myself, what does this take away from whoever I mm -hmm. take care of? And for me, um, one of the big things I did in the year is that when I, at the end of the year, after I did Mujeron, I sat down and I, I, I'm so excited for Mujeron this year because I've accomplished so much of what I wrote down in that book that day. Um, and I committed to myself and I said, you know what, I, there are a couple goals that I want to get to. And I'm going to commit to them at the end of the year. And I committed to coaching. And then I also committed to social media um, consulting. I hate Instagram. I like looking. I <laughs> 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 but so it was really hard. So I had to commit to it. So what I did was, um, you know, it was three months of this is what we're doing. And we're getting to this finish line. And I'm, you know, paying my money and I'm doing it. But that meant that I just put everything on a Tuesday, and Tuesdays were my self-development days. And not only did I take Tuesdays for me um, to work on my goals, I also take it, took it off from work as well, where I self-development. I don't do, um, I'm not doing consultations that day. I'm not writing anybody's door. I'm not writing anybody's divorce today. I'm not doing any of those things. So um, I really did that, and it really kind of, I think it was difficult the first time, because my kid was, you know, sometimes we're, we're in the middle of Zoom, and my kids, I hold on, Sonia, I gotta let my kid in the <laughs> um, but, um, so but um But what happened was that it became, it was a weekly thing, so I just started to get used to it. So it gave me something where now my husband and my kid, you know, it's Tuesday. Oh my God, I love okay? that. It's Tuesday, and my kid's like, oh, it's Tuesday. <laughs> um, so you know so it was something and then it kind of got easy and I'm like okay nobody died nobody's starving <laughs> you know the house is on fire my business is still running and I'm still doing things that keep me whole and are getting me to the next level mm -hmm. and I'm happier about them so now I'm able to do more so I would say just pick something commit to it and you'll start getting used to loving yourself because that is a thing that's so weird to say. But just getting used to putting yourself at least one day a week for what you need um, can, can help you get there. I love that. So the question was like, how, what do I do to like get through the tough times, right? Yeah, the like the self-love, yeah. Okay. 
Um, I think for me, it's my desire to really want to become my best, greatest version. Um, and even a few months ago, I was struggling with my mental health. I struggled a lot with um, anxiety, and I was really going through it. And depression came up for me. And um, I think it's important to give yourself permission to feel what is coming up for you when you are struggling with your mental health or whatever it is. Um, I think that, especially with personal growth, there's this, this idea, message that you always gotta feel positive, that you always gotta feel great, and that's not the truth. And I'm, I'm, I'm learning that now because I used to think that I one day I would wake up, you know, after working on myself that I would never feel triggered again, and that's not the truth. Like, you're, you're a human being, and so I think a lot of it is self-acceptance, that you are a human being and you're bound to have certain thoughts, different thoughts, and negative feelings, and just giving yourself the permission to feel those things and not let it really mean anything. Like, it doesn't have to mean anything, it's just, it's just passing through. So, the desire to push through and just giving yourself permission to, to be a human being. If this podcast resonates with you and you are ready to stop playing small and you want to take meaningful actions to bring your big goals to life, but you feel like you don't even know where to start, then I invite you to apply for private coaching. This is the most intimate way to work with me. Inside private coaching, I help you get clear on your goals and together we create a roadmap on how you are going to get there. This is for you if you want to start a business, or a passion project, if you want to reach the next level in your life, or if you are the first in your family to break generational cycles. We meet once a week and you get access to me on Voxer so you are always supported. This offer won't be around for long, so if you're interested, I invite you to apply using the link on the show notes. All right, amiga, let's get back to the show and I cannot wait to talk to you. So since I started this whole conversation about vulnerability, I'm going to be very vulnerable with you guys. I feel like this trip, there was so much growth in it because coming to a completely different like city, right? And obviously this big city and having these high expectations for our event. And I think that when I really went into the self-coaching and said, wow, how amazing is it that five amazing women said yes to this instead of like, oh, I only had five women sign up. Mm-hmm. It, sh- it changed and shifted so much for me to show up today. And I want to thank all of you guys for being here because it truly, I think this is the work, right? This is the work. It's like, we're going to show up even if one person shows up. Yes. And um, I wanted to share that because going after your goals is hard like being showing up and and kind of like putting like i have this big goal right like hey everyone come to this or whatever the goal that we're working on and it maybe not showing up or or the result not being as much as you wanted but it still following through that is that's the work and i i I just wanted to share that because sometimes it's gonna take us just being there for ourselves Mm -hmm. even when other people might not Mm -hmm. to really push through and like we're doing chicago yeah (laughs) like we're we're gonna keep going like this is this is what and i i know that you guys can really agree on this like any time where you're going after a big goal that maybe 
you know, the result wasn't there, or maybe like it didn't happen the way that you thought, where you still showed up, and at the end, like there was still something better, right? Because at the end of the day, like the connection and the moment and this this conversation outweighs any of you know the crazy goals that I had in my head. <laughs> it's so funny. just sharing, yeah. It's funny that you said that because I have something similar to share. When I first started doing my cooking classes, I was like, oh my God, only one person showed up. And it was like my mom's best friend. <laughs> and we love your mom and her best friend. And we love my mom and we love her best friend, but I was like, oh my God. But it forced me to really go through the motion. And now it still happens to me. Um, it's like I have all these big plans and sometimes it's like that fear is paralyzing. Like, what if nobody shows up? Mm. But what if they do? Yeah. Mm. Right? And then, you know, and like you said, right? Like, instead of saying like only five people, it's like, wow, five people showed up. So I was like, okay, well, that one person, my mom's friend, <laughs> showed up. And I taught the class as if it was a full class. Mm. And I envisioned, right? Talk about manifestation. Yeah. How, what it would look like to have a full house. And now, fast forward to a year later, on a day that we don't have that many girls, we have about 26 girls wow. that show up to the class. And it's about like believing in yourself and knowing that you have to start somewhere. And, and just like really believing in that, that you do have that power. Mm-hmm. And, and it also really understanding like, everything is a lesson to be learned and then asking yourself well, like what did i learn from this mm-hmm. right and then using that as a tool to move forward or using that as a tool to see where can i improve or what can i do different yeah. and that's like really good and i know that i feel like we all have that in mm-hmm. our different fields right you with mujero me with my nutrition like Mm-hmm. you as well and it's just like reminding ourselves that that's also part of the growth and that's also part of the confidence and the building yeah yes. totally mm-hmm. i love that mm-hmm. we're not alone no <laughs> also things like that like when right when i walked in and you know i, I know you were kind of giving me like i know that i thought at the lot right you're kind of giving me the thing and i'm like it's okay like this is you got to learn this and you're, you're here you show up and what i love about this is that when it is far beyond exceeds what you imagine it to be, this is going to be the moment you remember, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. You got to remember, remember when we showed up and it was five of them? And then we get to see what we what impact they have or what impact they have. And also understand that for me, two people in this room, one person in this room is a big deal. Like I said earlier, my dream was to, to be a, a businesswoman in the city. And today I am. When I took that lift ride and hit mm-hmm, that girl, hit Manhattan and hit different, mm-hmm. and it was like this is what I wanted. And not only did I show up for myself, but you also opened the platform and the doors and your heart to allow you know other people to do that. So it's it's a big deal. I love that. You know, you. so. Be very proud of yourself. Yeah. You helped uh, a girl live her dream. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that's what happened. You know, sometimes you know I had an office, and sometimes I know very much was gonna come to it. <laughs> you know, and it was like I had to go, and you just show up, and then after a while, you know, things things happen. 
And so that's that's going back to where I said, you know, you go into entrepreneurship and and a lot of people do it. So the thing that drives me most crazy and I love to help everyone is when someone is like, I want to do what you do. I'm like, oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> like, you want to do what I looks like I do on Instagram. Yeah. You know? And it's like, it's, it's a lot of Because that's the truth. And it's so like, true. yeah. Because oh they're God. like, oh, that's so much. It's Curry like, should see me whether it's like really like need deeper work or I'm like, who's going to help me? Or somebody asked me for something I haven't done yet. And I'm like, can I do this? Or am I going to ruin their life? Like, you know what I mean? So there's just so many things that come on with that. And it's just like really committing to the journey of getting where you're going to go. Right. And for it, and knowing that it doesn't always look like what you think it's going to look yes. like. Yeah. But that means two things. You can't envision the hardships. And entrepreneurship you know, it's an up and down world. Cause like I'm gonna tell you, my mental health is on in struggle mode every month. This is like I have no clients, then I have 15 clients, and then it's like, what am I gonna do? You know, so that's one thing. And but the beauty part of it, and I think I've told you this before, and I say that to my husband all the time. When I look at him, I say, you know, I have a 19 year old now, and. And when I sit back and I'm like, you know, we're in our bed. And I'm like, you remember, first of all, when we had a twin bed, first of all, we were going to fit in there now. But we started in a twin bed. And we're here. And we have goals. So it's like, you have to start in a twin bed. And then that was what makes the next thing the most sweeter. But yeah, sometimes it stinks because you have this expectation. But what's going to kill that thing is when you, you exceed them. Because not only can you not see the hardships, you can't even see the real potential. Yes. Um, so I know when Sonia called me this morning, she shared that only five people were coming in. I was like, girl. Was like that, that's great, you know? But I know that side of like when entrepreneurs talk about when people don't show up, it sucks. I mean, even me as a blogger, like I only have 11 subscribers and like half of them are my friends, you know, like it's not, you know, so it, it, it sucks when there's crickets, right? But mm -hmm. I'm, I'm still writing, I'm still blogging. I created another blog, another blog, because um, I have aninaalvarez.com and then I have another one called Embrace the Journey Within, which is separate, right? Like I don't want it to be about me, I want it to be about helping other people. Um, and so I'm mentally preparing myself for the future, now pursuing life coaching, like being okay with the fact that when I do make an offer, I may not get any clients, you know? Mm -hmm. And I, I've heard those stories so much and I know that it really sucks, but I'm willing, <laughs> I'm willing to sit in that discomfort, you know? Yes. I don't know what's gonna happen in the future, but I'm similar to Sonia that when I believe something, I believe it. Like I really believe that it can happen. And so, you know, similar to, to Melissa, like you're, this is like a dream. Like this, like the yeah. fact that there are five people here, six people, whatever, you're also making an impact on me and that that is like what makes it worth it. So yes. yeah, so you're you're doing amazing things and I know that Mujero movement is gonna go really far. I believe in it. <laughs> Just, I wanted to share one yeah. thing. I think that sharing each other's vulnerability is like so important and so powerful. Because if I and the same thing with like the Instagram, I'm like, oh, Mujer, I'm like, oh shit. Okay. <laughs> I'm there. I'm there for yeah. it. And to hear her say, like, oh my God, only people five. You know, like you also are showing me and us and the girls here that like you're human. And yes. like that's so empowering. Yes. And I wanna just say that, you know, surrounding yourself with women that are 
vulnerable enough to share their wins and their losses and their struggles is such a powerful thing, especially when we're entrepreneurs, because it can get really lonely. Yes. Especially if you work by yourself, exactly. like I do. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I'm like, oh my God, like I haven't spoken to a human being in like nine hours. I'm like, <laughs> and to hear that it's like, okay, well, Mujerong also has her insecurities and her struggles. And that's really empowering. And that for me has been so amazing so thank you for being vulnerable yes. with us and like yes. sharing that because that for, that has empowered the shit out of it <laughs> and I'm like oh okay so thank you yes I wanted to share because like you're saying right like it's important for us to just be real yeah so, listen to the last podcast on the Mujeron podcast I talk all about <laughs> vulnerability but uh, I wanted to now open it up for you guys if anyone has any questions uh, any comments? You guys want to get vulnerable as well? Like, Cheers. this is it? This is yeah. the spot? Yeah. <laughs> okay, so um, I'm Diana, everyone. Hi, Diana. Hi, Diana. So I just want to say, as one of the five that showed up, yeah. <laughs> that's the thing. That. <laughs> I just want to say that I've been waiting for this moment for a very long time. Aww. I've been following Sonia's uh, journey for a couple years now. I always say, like, this is my amiga from the distance. Yeah. And being able to personally meet her and having it be this intimate is, like, better than having more people. Yeah. So now I can have that connection with her. We're like, we finally met each other. And I feel like if other people would have been here, maybe I would have had that right. chance to come yeah. to her. Very true. So I just wanted so to share true. that with you. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't know how everybody else feels, but it feels that much more stronger to me. Yeah. Yes. I agree with that. I, I really agree We've been, we've been instagram besties for like <laughs> how many years it has to be like at least this is the second time you went to nuestra latina because yeah. i was rooting for her 2018 like, oh, like, I exactly what you were saying I was like wow she's like my twin she's saying everything oh, I felt because yes. I'm like again you never know who you're helping you don't know mm-hmm. who's watching yes. often times like oh do I want to post this do I not want to post it mm-hmm. but you don't know yes. who's watching just because they're not telling you does right. not mean that they're not yes. watching yeah. okay yeah. and sometimes you're not vulnerable enough to be able to say that to you mm-hmm. but you're helping more people than you actually think you are yes. mm-hmm. thank you yeah. that's true. Well, I'm super excited for you because I was on Instagram I was on Instagram with her before yeah. I met her on a, a event Less than a year ago, and I've been chattering with her. Michael has to go to Arizona. Yes, Yes. and she is as cool as she seems on Instagram. And I guess the last thing I do want to add is um, another thing that I've noticed about about myself is I've been showing up by myself. And that's very hard as a woman, mm. right? I am not from New York. I came from New Jersey. I asked a couple of friends. Like I told them, come with me, come with me. I'm like, oh, I'm not feeling it. I'm not feeling it. You know what? I'm not going to wait on anybody else to say, let's go, for me to go. Right. And that's why, like, it was big on me for showing up today. And I think that, um, you know, I, I, it's empowering to be able to do things on your own. I take myself on dates. Yes. I went yes. to by myself. Yes. 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 And I like to promote that, too. So. Yes. 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 Thank you. Let's hug it out again. Thank you so much. My first solo trip was awesome. Remember I told you? And you were like, are you living your best life? And I was like, I am. She had the whole room. Yeah. All right. Anyone else want to share? Hi. Sorry I'm late. I came in super late. Um, Tell them what you were doing. Oh. I was doing a Spartan 5K. What? 
I had this on my calendar, like in my journal weeks ago, and I was like, all right, I gotta be there. Saturday, I gotta be there. And then I think it was like last night, I was looking at my race time and I was like, crap, like I might not make it. And so I went with, uh, I went with my fiance to go, to go race. And, um, and so he was like, all right, I mean, I'm sorry, but if you don't make it, I was like, you know, it's fine. I'm just gonna text them, see if I can make it later. And like when you, when, I don't know if it was you who yeah, interviewed, like, you're like, no, yeah, you can show up later. I was like, all right, cool, I'm doing it. Like, so at work, I'm a chief of staff for an analytics team at CBS, um, love what I do. Um, I worked in data science for like 10 years, but really found a passion for people. Um, and I noticed like a lot of people navigating to me at work, and so that's kind of inspired me to look into more of a life coaching yeah. kind of yeah. career later on, um, but focus on Latinas, because like, I, feel, I don't see them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so that's what inspired me to come here. Like, I'm so glad I made it. Everything you guys talked about are things like I talk about, I'm like, who else can I talk about? This is like, yeah. who else is going like yeah. through this? Yeah. Um, because I have friends who like, they get it, but like, I think the cultural part of it is also mm -hmm. something that's very interesting. Mm -hmm. um, so I moved to New York less than five years ago. I, I was living in Mexico City before here. Um, born and raised in Tennessee, so it's like a big mix of mm -hmm. just like stuff yeah. um, uh, culturally, but Really appreciate you putting this together. Thank um, you. I don't know if I'm the sixth person. I don't know, fifth, sixth person. Yes. <laughs> but I'm really happy to be here. Yeah, happy to be here. Thank so, you. Yeah, I'm more excited, like, like you said, like the connections, the community, um, looking for more of my own. And totally for like going out on yourself. There's a, I used to do that all the time, like especially my first two years in New York. There's a, there's a all girl, only girl Latina party that tours. And I went to that by myself like, a few weeks ago. It's called Sorry Puppy. Yeah. And it was amazing. It was amazing. All my friends were like, no, I can't make it. No, it's too late. And I was like, well, I'm, gonna go I'm also, like, I'm usually in bed by like 10.30. Yeah. But I showed up for that and had a blast. And it was great. So. That's amazing. Thank you for coming. Thank you so much. Yes. <laughs> I know you're looking. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna go just so I can see everyone. Hi everyone, my name is Maria. Um, I met Sonia actually on my first solo trip to Arizona. I took it back in December. I, yes. think it was. I also met Melissa. Yes. I was so scared, um, as you guys have mentioned. Like it's super scary to be a woman and do these solo things. I went to the store probably towards one too, but with friends because I was like, I'm not going to New York by myself. <laughs> Even this one, I was like, can someone please come with me? Um, but I'm also oh, from okay. New Jersey. Um, I follow so I don't even know when I started following you. Probably was like last year I met you through um, Erica. She yes. was always mentioning you, and I was like, okay, let me follow. And as soon as I saw you head on, I was like, oh, like I feel like coaches I've met, like they take the words that sometimes can be negative or can be seen negative in our culture, um, and and they make it an empowering thing. So I really love that. I love that. And I love you know like the Latina community. Um, so for me, I'm in the same boat. Like, I feel like I don't have anything to offer per se because I don't have a business yet. Um, and I'm still working on it, but through coaching and just through like talking to my friends and stuff, like I realized that I do have a lot to offer. I love connecting with people and like people have told me like, I, it just feels really comforting to be around you. And I feel like you listen without judgment and it's like, to some people, it's like that's not a lot, but to others, like it is a lot. Depending on their upbringing and everything, I feel like it's a lot for them to 
to just have that. And I feel like it's a scale. Like, not everyone can go up to, like, you can listen and then be a good listener and talk to them. So, for me, these type of events, like, I love them. Um, again, same thing. I asked friends. I was like, can you guys come with me? And Because I just love this. Like, I love this type of environment. So, I want to share that with my community. Um, fortunately, they couldn't come. But I was like, you know what? I went to Arizona by myself. Yes, I could go yes. an hour away to yes. New York by myself. So thank you, Sonia, and I think and thank you to the panel because I feel like you guys show us um, no matter what stage you are in your life, you, there's you're gonna be vulnerable. And I really loved, and I'm gonna probably quote this on my Instagram. I really loved that like, you people do really sign up for the results and not the journey. Yeah. And I think that's something that I really also try. I'm trying to be more present in this journey because I feel like I, I'm the same way. Like I see people on Instagram, like that's what I want to do. Like I want to do this. I want to do this. But I'm not enjoying the journey and it's getting like frustrated. So you guys are always a great reminder of like, yeah. enjoy your journey. It's gonna happen. Yeah. Um, I, and I just can't wait. I'm probably gonna come in October. So yes. I can't wait for the big time. But I, I love New this. Jersey I girls. Yes. Yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's, that's the first step is opening and showing up and 
before you know it, you'll be like, why was I so scared? Mm -hmm. yeah. Exactly. And I just met Yesenia tonight. So. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. I love that. All right. Lydia, Shirley, my mom, do you guys want to say anything? <laughs> Thank you guys for being here. Thank you. Thank you guys so much. So um, you are all invited to the October event, and you will all get a special discount for any of the Mujeron offers. Um, I'll send you more email, an email about that. I think I need to get yours, right? I'm yeah, get yeah. Um, I'll send you all the details. Um, but thank you. Thank you, ladies, so much for being here. Thank you. Mujeron takes New York City. I want to give you all a um, special message today. So if you can close your eyes, um, sit on that seat, plant your feet on the ground. And I want you to take a deep breath. Let it out. And just take a moment to appreciate this community today and being here with other women who are also going through similar things that maybe you are. I want you to also just thank yourself for being here today because I know you all had a lot to go through to get here today and I want to thank you for that. Um, I want you to put your hand over your heart and take another deep breath. And if you take anything away from this event today, I want you to take away that you are capable of making all of your dreams come true. Every single thing that you want to accomplish in your life, only you have the power to create it. And if that idea, that business, that movement, whatever it is that you have in your heart that you want to bring to life was planted in your heart, it's for a reason. And it doesn't matter if there's a million of them already out there. The truth is they're not out there the way that only you can bring them to life. And only you have the power to bring into life the way that only you can. That is the power that you have and there are people out there waiting for you to bring this to life, to show up as your highest self, to show up for yourself. If you do anything on this earth, it's going to be to go after your big goals because you owe it to yourself. So take another deep breath. And I'm going to place a rose on your lap that has a special message for you. That was selected just for you. I like to say this is like, um, you know those lucky cookies that you get when you go to the Asian places? This is like your head on fortune flower. <laughs> Here you go. You can open your eyes, read your message. You guys can all have one too. Thank you. Thank you guys so much for being here. Mujeron, thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of the Mujeron podcast. Please make sure you subscribe, share, leave a review so you can help us get to so many more Mujerones. 
Don't forget, you can also watch our show on our YouTube channel where you can let us know in the comments if you like this episode or what other topics you would like us to talk about in the future. Keep shining, keep working towards becoming the Mujeron of your dreams.